A month has passed since Hamas tore through this rural community, but very little has changed in Kafarazar. For now, it stands as a monument to a massacre that has shaken Israeli society to its foundations. We're just a couple of kilometres away from the border with Gaza. There's outgoing artillery all the time, and this is one of the kibbutzes, one of the communities that was worst hit on October the 7th. More than 100 people died here in this community. Now, of course, the bodies have been taken away, but you can still see the remnants of their lives all around. The sign says, peace now. This was a community where many had sympathy for the plight of the Palestinians. But the events of last month seem to have fundamentally altered the way many Israelis think. And their military is now committed to destroying Hamas entirely. It's for the betterment of their civilians and ours. It's a hard price to pay, as we can hear. The one thing we're committed to doing is to destroy them. Nothing is going to be possible if it's not happened. Nothing. None of these steps, none of this, anything else. And is the price that we're seeing, we're hearing, being paid by civilians, as you know, innocent civilians in Gazans, is that a price that Israel is willing to accept? I'm not willing to accept the, or, or take, uh, or try to justify the death of any civilian. I think it's horrific. I see a child, a parent, I see the, the TV as well from their side. I think it's horrific. I take a deep breath and I understand that the only way this isn't going to happen again is by destroying Hamas. It's a horrible, horrible situation to be in. I don't want to, no Israeli wants to be here. Those words will be difficult for Dr. Ayad Shakura to hear. He was working in NASA hospital when he learned his two children his mother, his brothers, their wives and their children were killed in an airstrike. What did these children do wrong? What crime did they commit to deserve tons of bombs on their heads? Tons of explosives on their heads? They were in Han Yunis in the south of the Gaza Strip, where many had fled for safety. Israel accuses Hamas of using civilians as human shields of firing rockets from densely populated areas, of inviting death on their own people. But there is growing international criticism of the way Israel is fighting this war. Nothing justifies the horror being endured by the civilians in Gaza. People in Gaza are dying in their thousands, and those alive are suffering from trauma, disease, lack of food and water. The level of death and suffering is hard to fathom. But those criticisms are seemingly not deterring Israel from its chosen path. Tonight, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said there would be no ceasefire until the hostages were released. A month on, the families of those hostages gathered in central Tel Aviv. This is a country still in shock and mourning. Some use art to process their trauma. It's not only the attack, it's the every day in here for a month and even before I have three siblings that are serving the army and those days for me, it's um, my heart is breaking every single day and it's not just a friend and it's not just one specific event, it's every day, every hour it's, and it's every person in here, I can tell you, have, have a story, everyone. It was an outburst of violence one month ago today that reignited this conflict and brought these families to this square. 
but it has unleashed pain on hundreds of thousands more in the weeks since, many of them suffering and dying in the dark.